You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This has probably been one of the toughest years ever. But I want to encourage you not to give up. Remember, the spirit that you have on the inside is a victorious spirit. It's a victorious spirit. The Spirit raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So never give up. It's the Spirit of Christ on the inside of us, a Spirit that defeated death. That Spirit is on the inside of you. I know many people have been facing many challenges, many difficulties. Sometimes it even feels that you've been tested beyond your ability. I want to encourage you in this morning, don't give up. The Bible teaches us Greater is he that is in you than the one that's in the world. Greater is Christ on the inside than anything around you that can come against you. You have to know that. You have to believe that. You have to ask God, give me the kind of faith, O Lord, that will grant unto me a prophetic picture of my good future. Give me the strength that I will endure until the end. This is what it's all about. Christ on the inside of you and me. Remember, when Adam walked on this earth, he had communion with the Father. He had communion with the Father. It was real. He experienced God's presence God experienced his fellowship. A matter of fact, he was clothed with God's glory. Walking in the garden, God himself could see his own reflection in man. But once man had sinned, he had lost that glory. When he lost that glory, that presence of God, man was confused. Man was hiding. He didn't know where to meet with God. Remember, God was looking for him where they used to meet. He was not there. Adam, where are you? Where are you? What was Adam's response? Covered himself with fig leaves. This is the pandemic of this generation. Pretense. Man covering him with fig leaf religion, whereas God is seeking a relationship. Turn to the person next year and say, God is looking for a relationship. God is spirit. He wants you to experience Him. Were you aware of God's presence during the worship? Do you experience His presence? God wants you to experience His presence. Family, listen to me. You don't have to accept failure because God's Spirit is on the inside of you. 2 Corinthians 5 teaches us that not that I am sufficient or that my sufficiency comes from myself, but God has made me sufficient because of his spirit. He says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Says there was a ministry written on stone tablets. It's called the ministry of death, the law. This law had a certain degree of glory, but that glory is fading away. He says now that you've received the Holy Spirit, why? Because of God's righteousness. God has made us righteous. This righteousness of Jesus establishes a permanent glory 
And this glory exceeds anything and everything that the law could produce. The law was not bad. The law had glory. But God never intended you to live under the law. When the law came, sin revived, and I died. Tell anybody here, does anybody have a desire to touch this pulpit? Nobody. Put a sign here, do not touch. And you'll see people would want to come here and touch it. When the law came, sin revived, and I died. Unfortunately today, people submit under the pressures of life so quickly. Life takes advantage of people instead of God's people taking advantage of life. If you've been going through difficulties, learn from it. The reason why you've been going through challenges, there's a lesson in that. It's for you to be stronger. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm going to finish strong. It seems like people go through the cycle of life and nothing changes. People continue to condemn themselves because they make mistakes. Self-pity, worrying, anxiety, all these things. You know what's the saddest thing today? It literally takes one disagreement between friends to end a friendship. One disagreement, you cut the person. A marriage crashes, is destroyed because of one fight. One fight. You fail one exam and you want to give up. You're embarrassed at work once and you want to resign. People give up so quickly. Before you enter into 2021, consider the things that you have to leave in 2020. The disappointments, the offenses, the hurts, the embarrassments. Listen to me. Just because your business failed does not mean you're a failure. Just because you've had one serious major fight with your wife doesn't mean your marriage is over. Can I have one amen? The fact that people look down at you at work doesn't mean that you don't have a great future. God views things completely differently. People have betrayed you. People have disappointed you. This year, people have been so desperate that the majority has acted and behaved out of character. They have not behaved as Christians. Jesus encourages us not to give up, to try again, to try again, to try again. A matter of fact, the book of Proverbs teaches us, the Passion Translation says, the lovers of God, even though they stumble seven times. The New King James says, though the righteous may fall seven times, he will get up every time. What does that mean? As a believer, as a person that's been made righteous by the blood of Jesus, you hold two positions. You're either busy getting up or you're up.
Amen? Turn to the person next to you say, you're either busy getting up or you're up. But as a believer, you cannot be down. God will lift you up every time. Each obstacle, yes, give the Lord a hand. Each obstacle that you experience becomes a life lesson. If you're having difficulty in your marriage, learn from it. Use God's word. All of us have gone through difficulties. There's no such thing as failure in the mind of God. Whether you have had a failure in your business, in a relationship, in a friendship, in a marriage, in God's mind, there's no such thing as failure. God is the God of second chances. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, I know you need a second chance because I need many of them. Family disappointment with God is an appointment. Peter didn't catch anything. He worked hard. Have you ever been in a situation where you do everything you know how to do it? You've done everything perfect. You've gone to the right spot. You've done the right thing. You've cast the net in the right way. You've kept quiet. You, whatever. No results. That disappointment that Peter had, God turned that into an appointment. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't accept failure. Tell them again, say, don't accept failure. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Kings 7, verse 1 to 3. I want to encourage you, where you've just broken relationships because of one disagreement, go make them right. Where maybe you're going through a difficulty in your marriage, go ask God for wisdom. Gentlemen, ladies, listen to me. You know how you won that person. Go and do that again. Where you've messed up and you've gone to Christ and you say, Lord, forgive me. And you know Christ has forgiven you. Then you go, Lord, as you have forgiven me, I forgive the person that has wronged me. God came to restore relationships. Amen. Look at this situation. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a sea of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two seas of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could this thing happen? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. People seem to give up too quickly. These lepers, they looked at the situation. They were dying. They said, let's go. Let's take action. On this journey, you may fall down. You might have some challenges, some things that have come against you. But you can take action. Never give up. Don't fall into self-pity. Remember the Holy Spirit of hope. Jesus Christ himself, the hope of glory, is on the inside of you. If we continue to point fingers, nothing will change. Remember Adam, when he lost his glory, God said to him, where is your glory? He said, it's the woman. She made me do it. When he said to the woman, what have you done? It's the snake. 
while you point the finger to other people, you will never change because you don't have to take responsibility. It's time to look inwardly and ask yourself what needs to change so that 2021 can be a better year. Not on the outside, not fig, what fig leaves you have to use to cover yourself up, but what needs to change on the inside, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in and through you. Family, listen to me. You can never improve a situation by criticizing it. As a Christian, we have to show the more excellent way. Anybody can criticize. Anybody can point the finger. But can you ask the Holy Spirit to help you, the spirit of life, show the more excellent way? In our country, anybody can criticize. Show the more excellent way. Be the Christian. When people are negative, you be positive. You be the hope of glory. You show Jesus to them. When the youth think that there's no future for them, remind them of a Joseph. Remind them of those great men of God, that God had given a vision, a prophetic picture of their good future. Young people, listen to me. If you have a big dream, Joseph had a big dream. When he had the big dream, he fell into a pit. What is your pit right now? When you find yourself in the pit, maybe your pit right now is COVID-19. Let me see your hand. Don't focus upon COVID-19. Focus upon the palace. Focus upon that prophetic picture, the dream that God has given you, and hold on to your confession. Anybody can be negative. When David faced the giant, he kept his solid front. Didn't say, oh, it's impossible. What is coming against you is coming against the God that's on the inside of you. And the God on the inside of you is greater than anything out there that's coming against you. Amen. Let me hear you say, I'm a child of God. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. The Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living on the inside of me. Think about that. Think about that. That which was dead was made alive. It's often the obstacle that becomes the way. The chief cornerstone, the chief cornerstone that was rejected became the way. COVID-19 can be the very thing that ignites something on the inside of you, the creativity of God to start something new. Many of you already had to get new initiatives, new ideas just to get through this year. Amen? As a Christian, you have to understand in the mind of God when He looks at you, there's no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as failure. You might be finding yourself in a pit, but you know where you belong. You might feel, feel that you have just fallen as a righteous person, you'll get up. It's the unrighteous that stumbles once and stays down. Stop calling yourself a failure. Stop classifying yourself as a failure because you're looking at your worth outwardly and not seeing that what Christ has deposited on the inside, His presence, is the very thing. When you look at these lepers, 
it was this disappointment, this failure that God had used as a setup to bless them. Go to verse 8 quickly. Let me show you. And when the lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news and we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they went and called the gatekeepers of the city and told them, saying, We went to the Syrian camp, and surprisingly no one was there, not a human sound, only horses and donkeys tied, and the tents intact. That which the enemy intended for evil is turned around. The promise that God has given you, hold on to it. When that blessing come, can you see here, they took for themselves put it away, took for themselves, put it away. Then the conviction came in their hearts. I'm blessed to be a blessing. This is not just for me. I'm here to share this blessing with others. Family, this is a message of hope and encouragement that even in this time, as God blessing you, helping you, let that blessing be a blessing in other people's lives as well. Remember, you're a child of promise. God has given you a promise. His thoughts towards you are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Even in this 2020 with the COVID pandemic that we are going through, his thoughts towards you are not thoughts of failure. If the four lepers refused to stay in their current situation, they said, why stay here and die? Let's take action. And God changed everything concerning them. In your marriage, in your business, in your personal life, in relationships, in friendships, whatever. Make a decision to take that action. They refused to stay in that situation. But they started believing the promise. Joseph was betrayed by his brothers. But he refused to become bitter. Joseph was thrown into the pit just because he had a dream, but he was holding on to it. If God has given you a promise, he will see you through. If you're facing a difficulty, think about the promotion. If you find yourself in the pit, remind yourself of the promise. Ask God to grant unto you a prophetic picture of the good future that he has planned for you. The greatest mistake we make we start to murmur and complain. When we start to murmur and complain, we delay that which God wants to do in our lives. Many blessings are delayed because through what we are saying. Philippians 2 verse 13 says, God is busy doing a great thing on the inside of you for his good pleasure. But let everything be done, everything, without murmuring, without complaining, without disputing. I can tell you one thing, this COVID has brought a lot of disputing. Let me see your hand. It's brought a lot of disputing. This is the challenge to say, Lord, help me. When you feel weak, don't say, oh, I'm just going to give up. Don't accept failure. It's the time to say, Lord, manifest 
your strength in my weakness, Lord. Help me. Take more of me. Give me more of you. Start talking about yourself. The good things that you know that God has planned for you and start declaring it. The prophetic picture that God has given you, start declaring it. Start to believe the promise. That negative cycle, start to break it. God has planned good things to you. Look at what Psalm 61 says. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. God is busy leading you to a higher place. Wherever God is taking you, he's waiting there for you. Moses said to God, he said, unless your spirit goes before me. He was saying, unless you are waiting for me in the promised land, I'm not entering into the promised land. Wherever you are going, that higher place, God is leading you there. Are you ready for the blessings to be released in your life? Because God does not look at your situation to bless you. Ask the four lepers and they'll tell you. It doesn't matter how bad it looks. Take action and believe. Sometimes the closer you get to the breakthrough, the hotter it gets, the more difficult it gets, the tougher it gets. And oftentimes we give up just before the breakthrough. But if God has promised it, He will see you through. Many times we pray, Lord, not my will be done, but your will be done. We say, Lord, do your will, do what you want to do. But then we want to give God instruction in what He should do. Sometimes when we go through a difficulty, God is just using that to prepare us. It was the failure, the empty nets that kept Peter on the beach. If his nets had been full, if he had his desired result, he would have walked off that beach and missed his appointment with Jesus. Sometimes God uses foolish things, stupid things, to position you to attract his favor, to position you to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Family, I want to encourage you. Prepare your heart for 2021, for God's church to arise, the living church. Not religion, relationship. That's what it's all about. Find a living church and get involved in a living church. Get planted there, get rooted there, because God is about to do something great. When the church was birthed, when the Holy Spirit came and they started speaking in different tongues, they were giving glory to God. A body that will give glory to God. I want to close with two scriptures. Micah 4 verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days. Are we in the latter days? Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and he will, shall walk in his paths for out of Zion the Lord shall go forth and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The house of the God of Jacob. I'm not going to talk too much about that, but Jesus said, or the, the Bible teaches, this is the Jacob generation that will worship me. This is the Jacob generation. What does it mean? Jacob was a liar. 
was a deceiver, was one who made a lot of mistakes. But Jacob realized he needed God. After he had wrestled with God, his trust was in God. Whereas Esau, he was the one who could do everything. He could do everything. He could go in, shoot the buck, kill the buck, skin the buck, make the stew, use the skin for something. He had everything together. That's religion. Outwardly, it looks fine, but the heart is disconnected. Whereas Jacob, he messed up. He said, God, I need you more than ever. Can you see? Nations will flow. Nations will come. Every language. That's the church of God. All nations coming together, being baptized in one spirit, speaking a new language in the spirit. Last scripture, Zechariah 8 verse 20. Thus says the Lord of hosts, peoples shall yet come, inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another saying, let us continue to go and pray before the Lord and seek the Lord of hosts. I myself also will go. Yes, many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to pray before the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in those days, 10 men from every language. The languages are coming. Psalm 2 says, ask of me the nations, and I'll give it to you as an inheritance. Ten men from every language of nations shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, let us go with you, for we've heard that God is with you. That was the message of the angel to the prophet Emmanuel. That was the angel that appeared. One will be born. His name is Emmanuel. God is with us. Family, is God with you? Because remember... When the church comes together, the reservoir of God's power, where two or more are gathered together in my name, it will be done. I am there. People will start to say, I've heard that God is with you. I want to go with you. I've been trying religion. It's not working. I've been trying to cover myself up with this fig leaf religion, but I've just been drinking guilt and condemnation. But I've heard that God is with you, that I can come the way that I am with my failures and my mistakes. And if God's presence starts to manifest in my life, I know everything will change. Because my real worth is the fact that I'm the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. I've got the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead on the inside of me. That Spirit now, wherever I put my hand, it will be blessed. If I take my wife's hand when we've had a disagreement, we can pray the Spirit of the living God will fall upon us and put an end to those disagreements. I can go to those friends that have hurt me and I say, please forgive me. And as Christ has forgiven you, you and the Spirit of reconciliation starts to work and it brings all nations together. And different languages will say, I want to go there because I've heard the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is there. I want to go there. This hatred, I don't want this anymore. This unforgiveness, I don't want it anymore. This bitterness, I don't want it. This failure, this disappointment, I need the Spirit of the living God to fall afresh upon me, to wash me, to cleanse me, to make me new. When the Spirit of the living God is on the inside of you, you'll have the mind of Christ. And whatever disappointment you've been going through, you'll have heaven's opinion about you saying, there's no such thing as a failure. When I look at you, I only see success. I can see that you are clothed with my son's glory, and I can see my own reflection in you. You are blessed.
See you later. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.